listen to this. I once did a poo that smelt so badly that when Gendel <laughs> walked into the toilet after, he smelt it gagged and dislocated his shoulder. True story. Hello, listeners. I am Sasha Burnside. I am Gendel's brother-in-law. I've known Tim and Gens for a number of years, so many that I can't count. And this is their podcast. An uncut audio chat between two best mates talking about what they did on the weekend. Take it away, boys. Ah, oh, Sash. That's good. That was good, wasn't it? Um, he's known us for so many... Hang on. So many years he can't even count. It's like basically three years. He's just done that last-minute whim because... Uh, so that's my brother-in-law. We were actually out with him on Saturday night, which we'll get to later, but I just texted him and said, can you do... I think we asked him on Saturday night, didn't we? We were like, do us yeah. an intro for the podcast. No, we didn't we ask like, him. We, 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 we told forced him. him. We told him he was doing um, it. And, and then I messaged him this morning and said, can you do that intro for the podcast? We're going to do it in about 10 minutes. Um, and he didn't reply. And then he replied a bit later and said, I'm in a meeting. Um, and I went, okay, don't worry about it. And he's obviously just come out of his meeting and recorded it fast. So he probably was making it up on the spot and he couldn't remember how long, how many years he has known us. Three, four, four years. But thanks, Sash. Good work. Pulled it out. Pulled it out of the bag for us last minute. That's what we need every Monday because every Monday we leave into the last minute and we don't have anyone to do an intro. But good work, bro. Right then. Monday. Hey, one o'clock exactly. Look at that. Monday the 8th of November. It's my big sister's birthday today. Ooh, happy birthday, ha- Heidi. Happy birthday, Hyde. Um, How old she is she? N- Probably wouldn't want us to say on here. No, I'll say but, it. Um, She's 45. 45. Happy 45th, Heidelberger. Heidelbergers. She never listens. So never that's listens. absolutely fine. Um, so there we go. How are you? How are you doing? Welcome to the Tim and Gendel Weekend Podcast. As Sasha said, this is an uncut audio chat between two best mates. Uh, please do make sure that you subscribe to the podcast if you're a new listener. Hello. You can always support the podcast too, firstly and foremostly, uh, by giving this podcast a little share across your social channels. But if you want to do so, you can make a small donation towards the production costs, uh, helping to keep this podcast ad-free. Um, and you can do that over on our coffee page, the link of which is in our show notes. Mm. Has anyone been buying us coffees? Loads. This week? Have they? Loads. We but we're going to do out. a big end of year coffee thank you song. We, we, we're going to make a big song with everyone's names in it. Oh, all right. And um, we're going to sing them a thank you Christmas song. What? So we get, all <laughs> oh, right. So we'll actually make a jingle. What with everyone's No, we're going to make name. a song. Yeah, a with everyone's name in it. With their yeah. name in it. Like yeah. Jennifer Allison, Philippa Sue. Like uh, yeah. The Beautiful South. The Beautiful South. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, so if you want to be involved in that song at the end of the year, then just simply make a little coffee donation. Yeah, Um, and get your name shouted out. Get your name in there, yeah. Uh, We also like to give our favourite little charity a mention. Uh, It is Calm, the campaign against living miserably. Um, They've got a a place in our hearts uh, because of the work that they do for suicide and prevention of suicide, I should say. Um, They're a brilliant little organisation helping to... Uh, break down barriers, get the chat going, talking about uh, suicide, which is still the biggest killer of under 45s in the UK. And uh, it's preventable, isn't it? Very much so. Very much so. They're, they're advocates of reaching out and talking to your friends or family if they need any help and just checking in with each other, which is kind of a bit of a premise of what this podcast's all about. Checking in with your best mate each Monday and having a little chat about next to nothing if we haven't done very much but it's it's mm. the checking in that counts so they're advocates of that as are we um and you can find out all the details about calm on, at the net. and if you are struggling and want to talk to anyone you can call their number 0800 58 58 58 there's also a web chat on the on the website as well that you can use i look cold today don't i is that what you're freezing, gonna say man you My look boilers. you've got my kind of a green brand. tinge to the to the camera. It looks like you're in the Matrix, mate. We are, mate. Do you want to go there? Really? We no. are all actually in the Matrix anyway. You know that. You know, simulations in the future are going to be so realistic that actually, as to be a part of it, you're not going to know. Like VR and all this stuff will be so realistic, you won't actually know 
You won't be able to differentiate between what is real and what isn't real. You could have a big night out and come back and stick your VR VR headset on, and not, and then the next day when you wake up, you won't remember if that was the night out or yeah. It could all get a bit blurry, couldn't it? Well, incidentally, we're all in the Matrix now, anyway. What? Or what are mean? we? Is this a simulation? No. It's a different podcast. Um, I think it's uh, <laughs> Dr. Hannah Fry. Is it? I heard her on Six Music, and she absolutely petrified me about things. She, was chat- she chats loads about AI and virtual reality and all this kind of stuff. And she did this chat the other day. I was listening to Huey. In the- <laughs> no, it's Hugh Stevens, actually. Hugh Stevens? Hugh. Hugh, Hugh Edwards. No, he's Hugh Edwards. Hugh is Dennis. The Welsh one. Hugh, Hugh Dennis. Laurie. I listen to Hugh Dennis. Huey from Fun Loving Criminals. No, he does do a show on Six Music. No, it's definitely Hugh Stevens. What's his and, last um, name? Huey. Huey, Huey Fun Loving. Huey from the Fun Lovers. Huey Criminals. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she was saying about AI and about how the people developing AI, AI is quite naughty. So they create all these simulations. And she said this one example is that they um ai was tasked with building was tasked with making money um and essentially what the ai ended up doing was chopping down all the trees in the world to make more paper to to make subsequently killing us all basically like ai is a bit it can be naughty it can like do things just a shortcut to its objective to what it needs to do so she was saying that actually the greatest minds in the world are, are terrified of it because it could actually take over. And she said that they're planning on when they do develop this first AI or, or when it gets built, it's going to be built within a cage. It's going to be, what, be so built it doesn't like... so it can't get out. They have to build the AI and it can't be connected it's to the internet. judgment day, isn't it? It's yeah. judgment day. It was frost listening to this. at like eight o'clock in the morning. I was thinking, How can you limit... AI to a cake. What's it? What's it going to do? Learn how to grow legs and run off. Well, no, but it, what, what but it, it? She said that like it's in a, kind ver, of thing, in a digital cage. You mean? Yeah, yeah. In like a so digital, it's like, not a physical cage. It's not actually in a computer. Well, in no, a it cage. would probably. I don't know. Yeah, but but it's it's. <laughs> it's not going to be a computer in a. No, she in, said like, it would be in cage. like it would be in like a. In a like a physical box that you that. It exists inside this thing. No. It can't just exist in a computer. Cyberdyne. Mate. Cyberdyne system's going to go. Going down. Gonna go anyway, active. Probably because of that why I'm so cold. Um, AI's got into my boiler, innit? Broke my boiler. Yeah, I took a bit of a tangent from you starting off saying I'm a bit cold in my garage. Yeah. Um, anyway, let's right. find out what we did Friday. Friday, Friday. What did you do on Friday? Night. Didn't rate our weekends. Quickly rate your weekend. Oh yeah, it's a good one. It's a good weekend, wasn't it? I it thought. was a good weekend. Yeah, we should Mine say we spent a bit of it solid, together. Yeah, solid eight point three for me. I'd, I'd go eight point four. Okay. Don't know why. Just wanted to pip you at the post. Go on then. Friday. What did you do Friday? Because we we saw each other on Saturday. We should say, but we kind of didn't really talk about our Fridays, did we? Because we thought, oh, we'll we'll wait until Monday. You, the first thing you do when you see each other is like, what do you what, what do you get? What do you do last night? <laughs> like, can't tell you. Podcast. Can't tell you. Yeah, and then we just didn't really talk about anything else. Well, yeah. Go um, on then. Well, you did tell me a little bit of where you went, but you went didn't to go the too much went detail. to the firework display, didn't I? Went to the local firework display. So, mm. Lucy has a phobia of fireworks. So, a genuine phobia. I mean, we're talking, she wears earplugs in the house with a woolly hat on. Sorry, my chair's um, well creaky oh, today. Right I've, just, I, I've been trying to sit, like, really tensely, and it's like, one, it's not comfortable, so I'm too tense because of the creak. Yeah. I should have changed it before. Sorry, everyone. There you go. I can Lucy's, um... Go on. Lucy, Lucy's got a proper phobia of fireworks. So Lucy's kind of the organiser. And I think like in our house, definitely. So she's the one that books a lot of stuff. And when it comes to the kids, she's really good at at doing stuff and saying, oh, let's go do this and let's do blah, blah, blah. So when it comes around to firework day, night, whatever, bonfire night, everyone's, you know, the tech stops flying. What are you doing? What's, what are you up to? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I didn't think. And of course, Lucy hasn't thought. Excuse me, Lucy hasn't thought because she doesn't want to do anything anyway. 
So, of course, it got to five o'clock on Friday. And Luke next door was like, what are you doing? I was like, what are you doing with the kids? He's like, oh, we're going up to the, just around the corner to the local school. They'd sold out of tickets. Couldn't get in there, could I? So it's like mad panic. I'm trying to decide what to do. Um, and everybody's, everybody's doing stuff. Paul Nichols is away. So normally I hang out with him. I hang out with Paul Nichols occasionally because he likes fireworks like me. He, he's not around. So it's kind of like, ah, oh, what do we do? So um, ended up going, found on Facebook uh, a bonfire that you just turn up to at Sutton Coalfield Rugby Club. It was the moodiest, chaviest, awfulest bonfire night I've ever been to in my life. Why? It, there was about 98,000 people crammed in to the smallest space. It was pitch black. They'd got one little security light trying to light up the whole place. I had five kids with me because Lucy obviously didn't want to come. She's not coming. So I took Lila and the two little ones and then two of Lila's mates. So there were five of us. And just trying to keep my eye on them and hold the little ones' hands. And, and it became very apparent that the little ones are really little. And so when you're in a big crowd, they can't see anything other than legs mm. and... It was it was just a bit moody. There were loads of young kids there, loads of hoodies, loads of hoodlums. Hoodlums. Um, were there was there burger vans and hot dogs and stuff? There was Literally. one. So that was, was big queue for that. One burger van. Didn't even queue, mate. One one burger van, one coffee van, some like really moody like Was there a bar? No, no alcohol allowed. No. Um but also we couldn't get anywhere near the fire. Like, I remember the, the thing that kept you away from the fire when we were kids was the heat, wasn't it? That's what, that's what it does. Mm. If you go any closer and you burst into flames, well, then that's your fault. And actually, the gene pool gets strengthened because of it. Because if you're stupid enough to burn yourself going too close to a fire, then you shouldn't be reproducing, really, should you? Mm. But, but here, they had these massive big fences up, so you couldn't, you couldn't get anywhere near it. Like... You couldn't get any warmth from it. Because, again, isn't that like a bit? That's, that's a thing, isn't it? You go outside on a cold night because you want to stand near the fire and get warm. Was it a big fire? Yeah, it was pretty big. Mm. You couldn't go anywhere near it. Then the girls... Maybe that's the, a good thing. The girls, the big girls, went on the one of them, like, spinny round chair things. And they all had a fiver each. And I went, go on, off you go. go and You can go and go on the rides, whatever, blah, blah. So we walked over and they got on. They came off. It was a fiver. It was a fiver ago. I weren't even on it for one minute. For one go on the swingy dangle chairs? Yeah. Wow. Quite expensive, yeah. isn't it? Is that expensive? expensive. Yeah, I think so, for a fairground ride. I don't know. So that was 15 know fairground quid. Rides are. It was 20 quid for us all to get in. And then I bought three bags, three bags of um, candy floss. That was nine quid. So it, like, it, it just cost me, cost me 50 quid. 55 mm. quid or whatever. The fireworks any good? They were pretty good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. They were loud. That's but I had, to have sunny, I had to have sunny on my shoulders. True story. I had to have sunny on my shoulders and he pissed on my neck. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's not good. What, that so is not what, good. A few bangers went off and startled him. Well, no, I don't think he was startled. I just think he was just feeling a bit lazy. <laughs> he did a wee in his pants right on my neck. I was like, oh, man, this is a Bad evening. Bad for worse. Bit warm. Um, so, yeah, it was, um, it was, yeah. And then, actually, the moment the fireworks had finished, the girls turned around and like, can we go? And one of Lila's mates was like, I, I feel a bit claustrophobic. And I was like, fair play, so do I. That's absolutely fine. <laughs> yeah, man, go. this is bad, isn't it? Let's get out of here. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I know. Yeah. I know, I can't breathe. <laughs> so we came home. Let's run. <laughs> Save yourself. Yeah. Um, so it was a bit disappointing a bit oh, well. disappointing I'm sure they had fun yeah I, I just remember as a kid you, you used to like bonfire night it was always a treat wasn't it and it was always go, you know mm. but it just didn't feel like a treat maybe the little ones enjoyed it the, the, the bangers were loud I had to hold the kids up so they could see because obviously they were down in the in the crowd so uh mm. Ended they up with... were loud. They've got louder. 
so we went out on Friday. So Friday night we, we we did date night, and um, and we were planning to go up to up to Clissold Park for to watch the fireworks. Mm. That got cancelled, and then why? I don't. I think because of I don't know. Actually, I said to Mills, "What are we going up to Clissold Park?" She's like, "I've just checked. That's been cancelled." And I was like, "What about Victoria Park?" She's like, "That's been cancelled too." She looks so. She looks so sad, like oh. she was so excited about it. But so we were like, "Well, that's a bit annoying." So we're like, "Right, date night goes on. Let's go walk up to Stoke Newington and go for dinner. Have a nice dinner." We walked out the house, and we were both walking along, and ev- and I've never known like every there was fireworks going off all around us anyway. Mm. They were so loud and bangy, and it kept making me jump. I was like, "I'm sure I never used to like jump jump from fireworks." And we were like holding hands. It was like. It's like, why are we so like meek and like scared of fireworks? Suddenly they're like, they're, have they got louder or something? And I was like, this is must be what Lucy's like every year. Yeah, terrified. Like, and we were like, what's wrong with us? And we walked up to Stoke Newington, just like jumping every time a banger went off because you couldn't see where they were coming from. Hang on, my emails are going off. Let me close my email. Um, and then, and then we went for a went for a nice tie. Thai dinner, um, which was delicious. You know, when you go out and you're like, "Oh, this is going to be, it's going to be tough," just winging it because we're both going to want to eat different things. Luckily, we both wanted some nice Thai. Went for for a nice Thai dinner. Um, it was all. It was one of those nights that went like it went to plan so well. You know, when you order the perfect amount of food. <laughs> like yeah, like like, per- yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. perfect. Oh, but we had the weird. This is the weirdest thing, actually. So we ordered, we ordered like, it was, it was kind of Thai, but like fusion and other, you know, kind of Asian things. So we had loads of uh, dim sum, dumplings and dim sum, right? Yeah. And they, you know, like those wicker baskets that they stack. So they brought out all our dim sum and dumplings in these wicker baskets and they stacked them in the middle of the table on top of each other. And one of the dumplings was, was like meant to be in soup or something. So the woman went, "Here you go, uh, and the soup's in in the in one of the baskets. So uh, I'll get your soup. I'll get your spoons for you." Bought us some spoons out and went, "Enjoy your soup." So we opened each lid. Yeah. Had a dumpling each. We're like, "Oh, where's the soup? I guess it's in the bottom layer of the dumpling of the basket." And we kept lifting them off and looking and looking. We had all the dumplings. Went, "Well, the soup must be in here somewhere. No soup anywhere." It was like. It was like a magic soup that disappeared. She bought us spoons, but we were too embarrassed to ask where the soup had gone because <laughs> she claimed it was in there. So it was like a magic trick. You know when you know when someone's like putting balls under cups and moving them? Yeah. I was, I was like, it's got to be in here. So we stacked them all up. I took the lid off that one, and then I took the bottom lid off, and I was like, it must be under there. It's not under there. There's no soup. I checked every basket and every basket base. There was no soup. So it was <laughs> like a dip. It was like she'd done a disappearing suit. It was have? like she she'd gone back to the counter and gone. I've just done the disappearing suit trick on them. They don't know where it's gone. <laughs> we never found it, and we were too embarrassed. And she bought, but she bought the spoons. Did you so pay weird. for it? Well, we just assumed that she got it wrong, or maybe there wasn't actually a suit with those dumplings at all. It was just a mystery, and we were like, but we were a bit embarrassed to go. We couldn't find the soup in the baskets. <laughs> But it wasn't in the baskets. How many baskets did you have? There was like a stack of them. Like it was like kind of like if you stacked them all on top of each other, because we're only on a little table, so they had to all go on top of each other in the middle. But they're like those wicker round ones. Yeah. So we just thought it had like drained into the bottom of one of the baskets. We checked the bottom of every little basket and there was no soup. It was really weird. So we were like, that was strange. But we were full anyway. We had ordered so much, but it was always the meal of the disappearing soup. And then we came out. And um, and thought and this is what I mean. It was all going. It, it all seemed to go to plan because we ordered the perfect amount of food. We were so full, and then we were like, "Well, let's just walk along to the park to walk our dinner off a little bit." And we walked to the edge of the park, and just as we walked around the corner of the edge of the park, a load of fireworks went, <laughs> and there was like a load of people had come out of their houses. And we're doing their own firework display on this little patch of grass right next to Clissold Park. So it wasn't in the park, it was at the bottom. But we walked around the corner as they did it. And they did this like... You got a free minute, display. 10 minute display. And we just stood there like, well, that's, that's tick that box. 
That's fine. <laughs> go home now. It was Did you can make a donation. A group of neighbours. Well, we weren't that close. We could just see them kind of across, the, like, you know, a few hundred metres away or whatever. So we just stood where we were because we had a good view and we watched that and then we turned back and walked it's home. It's a bit weird when you think about it, isn't it? Like, like the fact of fireworks. You, you pay to go and watch them, but actually you could just walk half, you know, 40, 50 metres in the other direction and still watch them and not pay. Yeah. Because they just go up in the air and bang. Yeah. Well, we had a great view. Did you, did, ever see the, did you ever see the broadcast with, um, oh, Flip, what was her name? Blonde TV presenter from the 90s. Not Annika Rice. Anthea Turner. Yeah, it actually was Anthea Turner. When the Turner. fireworks will go off in the back of the van. No, 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 not that. It was, it was the world record largest firework. Did you ever see that? No. Maybe it wasn't Anthea Turner. Did she do the Guinness Records one? Who did that? No, that was Cheryl Baker. I can't remember who it was. Well, basically, right. They're like, right, we've got the world's largest firework. It's going to look at the size. It was, like a, it was like a barrel. I mean, it was massive, this thing. We're going to light it, and it's going to go up and explode, and we're all going to be treated. And the cameramen were there, and everyone was ready, and the crowd. It's going to be amazing. They're like, three, two, one. Up goes this rocket. Straight through the low, the low cloud level, boom! <laughs> Banged above the clouds. Nobody saw it go off. Everyone was like, "Ah!" Oh, Just so this like red flash above the clouds, and that was it. That was like I remember the the Eldridge brothers, our friends down in Cornwall, that they went to the the Millennium. There was like the Millennium fireworks display down in Cornwall that they went to, and the big final firework was the huge one that was going to spell two thousand. Oh yeah! And they and each one went up and did a different number, and apparently it went off, and someone was to put them in the wrong order because it said zero two zero zero. your job <laughs> pretty sure they're in the right order yeah <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh i love stuff like that, that i love good, it. it it's so yeah. much better that is so much better than if it had just happened normally oh yeah definitely oh it's funny uh there you go that was fun nice. yeah so we had a we had a look walk back after watching the fireworks um Stopped off on the way back for Mills had a hankering for some ice cream, but we couldn't get any ice cream, so we stopped off at this, the only place that looked like it did a milkshake, and we went in. We went in, and this lovely woman was like, "Oh, I can do you. I can just. I'm just closing up, but I can do you a milkshake if you want." So Mills was like, "Yeah, I can have a milkshake. Um, what would you like? Oh, um, banoffee pie looks good. Oh, I've, she's like, I've run out of." bananas but i can use the banana coloring the, the mm. banana flavoring for you if you want so it's like yeah uh, yeah okay okay that's fine let's try that and it but it was one of these bubble teas it was like oh, a bu- yeah. you know those bubble things that like has like weird bubbles in them yeah so so we had this uh milkshake and we walked out and mills tried this milkshake i've never seen her face look so disappointed of what yeah <laughs> this milkshake. but it had like those it was like sucking up yeah, Bogies. caviar. Yeah, yeah. They're dis- they, well, they're all the rage now, aren't they? But Lila's they mad the into it. Yeah, it's like a kid. Is it quite a kids thing? Is it? That well, they're into- not really. Well, but what is it? Just the texture. Well, they're like, it's a drink with like sweets in it, isn't it? Well, they're like the sweet sweets. things, and you the sweets suck them taste up and you of anything. Yeah. Did I not tell you about this? About going. I think, I think you this, have no, mentioned it before. Yeah. This is I think in you the might week. Have mentioned it. I think we went in the week. I took the kids last week. We went to the ball ring in the week, though, so that's why I haven't said it on the podcast because it doesn't count. Mm. But um, <clears throat> they were like, we're queuing up, queuing up for like 10 minutes. Massive queue. It's called Bubbleology, Bubbleology or whatever in the ball ring, and you can get all flavor types of teas and fruity drinks, you know, and then you get the bubbles inside, like the little pockets. Yeah. They're like 
they're like little I'll tell you what they're like they're like the size of a, sm a revel yeah like the size of a revel but um or a skittle I'm, so i'm completely distracted because my sister's phoning me um yeah like the size of a, a bit bigger than a skittle but they're like the pot the pods that you put in they're like the pods that you put inside a washing machine you know that like jelly yeah. skin but with a filling in it and they they burst in your mouth so anyway we're queuing up get to the counter kids there's like 75 different types times that by the 75 different types of balls times that by the you know like the the if you times it all together like the maths equivalent you, there's about forty nine thousand different combinations so you can imagine how difficult it is with three kids trying to get them mm. to pick the three things that they need to make this thing so it gets to sunny and the girl's like oh uh how old is he and i'm like he's four she's like mm, we don't recommend it because uh he, he can choke to death i was like oh okay that's quite blunt but i yeah. appreciate the honesty thank you oh it's you can't have it mate because you could you, you know you might choke on it and he's like oh boy, please can i and i was like you can't have one i said why don't you just have the tea with the the bit in it so then we go through the next bit and he's like just oh well just give us an apple drink then the girl turns around and she's like oh well you can have the you can and i, I said you know what i said he's fine he's not going to choke he's he's four years old he doesn't choke on things he'll be absolutely fine we'll just have one she's like oh are you sure and i'm like yeah she's like well okay let me go through it so we go through the whole ordering process and then we go to order like the cola or the apple or whatever version she's like we haven't actually got that she's like we do have that though in the like easier to swallow version and i went what do you mean she went well actually i'd probably recommend it for him he could have the 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 pop the ones that pop easier i was like hang on so we've just gone through this whole rigmarole where you've told me he can't have it because he's going to choke to death. And now we get to the final stage and you go, just give him the ones that you give to the kids that don't choke to death. I wanted to yeah. jump over the counter and grab the woman and shake her and just be like. Oh. So is that what he had then? That's what he had. He had him. Did he um, like it? No, he didn't like it either. <laughs> it's like a cup of but they didn't it's a cup of anything. e numbers it's a cup yeah. of headache yeah it's a cup of like green like illuminous green yeah and the sweet bits the bubble bits didn't taste sweet to me they tasted like rubber yeah yeah so anyway bubble tea bubble tea no not, thanks not doing that again uh all right well, that was friday that was friday what? this was saturday. saturday what did you do on in the day, and of course, what did you do on Saturday? Saturday. Mm. Well, we were working uh, together, weren't we? We did. Got up early. Got the loser cruiser very early from Litchfield City. Um, got the train. Haven't been on the train in years. Um, I, I yeah, can't. There was, um, and there was old, some old dears having some beers. Mate, the two old women sitting across the aisle. We're on the Carlings. Where were they they've, going? We they've got, they, were in they, they were like late 60s. They were late mm -hmm. 60s. They didn't have... Well, there were a lot of rugby fans. So there were a lot of people, <clears throat> excuse me, heading to the rugby. Yeah. Um, at Twickenham. Loads of rugby lads. Lads, lads, lads. Mm. Well, in fact, rugby lads are a bit more like lads, lads, lads aren't they? As opposed to yeah. lads, lads, lads. So, um, got the train, two old women smashing the carlings. I was so impressed. Um, and then came over to meet you. Not much. Mm. Yeah. So me and Tim were working together on Saturday at a, a pub called the Prince in West London, in West Brompton. It's a really, really nice pub, isn't it? It's like a really nice pub. It's huge. Huge pub, and we were there basically to host for Red Bull and the and the Prince um, because they were showing the the England rugby games. They're showing it for the next for the next month, really, the next three weeks. They're showing all the England games on Saturday and Sunday, the the men's games on the Saturday, and then the women's game on the Sunday. So we were there to to kind of host, give out some give out some prizes, play some games, entertain the crowd, jeer them up, um, and it was really fun, wasn't it? It was good. Yeah, it was wicked. Really it's good, good so fun. If, if anyone's wondering where they want to watch the... I think next week it's England-Australia on Saturday, so that's going to 
get lively. I think the first time, because it was England v Tonga this Saturday. Oh, sorry. Yes, uh, Saturday just gone. So it wasn't <laughs> a massive... me then. I know. Um, so it was, it was kind of a, a bit of a, not a huge game to get started, but the England-Australia game on Saturday, I think it's going to be really good to watch it in there, isn't it? Gonna yeah. be, they've got screens everywhere, they're massive, they've got really good food. Like, um, they've got this amazing hot dog place, haven't they? That we went to called Bangers, they've got pizzas, it's all enclosed around this pub, so it's huge. And, um, and yeah, we gave away loads of prizes, didn't we? Gave away loads of Red Bull cocktails and tickets for for Umbro stuff and an England, a signed England rugby shirt and. It was really fun. Well, we've really done a good. lot. We've done a lot of hosting in our thirty years of working or whatever, twenty-five years of working. And we've done loads of hosting, and we've done loads of like really random things that are quite difficult. Like the time we were supposed to be hosting a snowboarding expo um, for O'Neill, which ended up uh, basically uh, trying to get people to use a, um, inflatable surf machine at center parks. Oh, mechanical. It was like a mechanical <laughs> surfboard. Yeah. That was quite embarrassing. Yeah, that was a um, random one. Yeah. So we've done loads, we've done loads of random hosting things, but this was an easy gig because we're in a pub just trying to give away free beers and free drinks to people. Um, mm. so yeah, people were, which was good. Yes, it was good, good get a good venue, wasn't it? And like good atmosphere in there. But if you are, yeah, I think if you are a rugby fan, Get down there next week, next two weeks. Mm. Come and win also, some prizes. Also, incidentally, we are hosting Famous First Words there on Wednesday night. Mm. So I'll put the a next two link. Wednesdays. Next yeah, two put Wednesdays. a little link in the bio. And if you're in London, you want to come along free of charge to a Famous First Words at a really rad venue uh, in West London, then come get involved. Be a good night, sure. Yeah, it's good. Um, so that was, uh, that was work. Finished at six, didn't we? Wrapped up. And we got the train, got the tube over to where you live over in Dalston, and um, we went out on the beers, didn't we? Lads, yeah. lads, lads, lads. So, so it was a very sad day in Dalston because... Um, so the pub that I've mentioned on the on the podcast many a time, the Marquis of Lansdowne, well, the Marquis of, the Marquis of Lansdowne, but I call it the Marquis, and everyone around here calls it the Marquis, very sadly is, is closing down or closing its doors for the... Well, it's new ownership, basically, so it's been taken over. So we got a text from Gigi a few days ago saying, Saturday night is our final night. We're closing, we're changing owners on Sunday, so make sure you come down and have a beer. And it was packed in there, wasn't it? It's like a carnival. Absolutely ram. I've never seen it so busy. But it's uh, it's just got... it. I mean, it's it's got... A lot of locals that go there. There's quite a big kind of skateboard scene. A lot, a lot of guys from the skateboard scene go there, and um, they they class it as their local. As do I, and a lot of the guys that I play football with, and and just people in Dalston. It's like a really, it's a very rough around the edges pub to look at. If you when walk he sa- past when he it. says when he says rough around the edges, what he means is it's the roughest pub you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> yeah, to look at, it looks like. It looks uninhabited. If it was empty, you'd think nobody had been in there for 35 years. Yeah, but there's just so much heart in there. So much life and interesting characters. It's brilliant. So it was really sad, wasn't it? When we went there and... uh... Gendel was in mourning, basically. Oh, I was... Yeah, I was devastated. But, um... (laughs) But I'm glad we got to go. At least we got to go. And then our friend Chris Orchard came up and met us because he's a bit of a marquee local and Sasha... My brother-in-law came to meet us because he loves it in there as well. So we had a good little crew, didn't we? Yeah. And uh, it was nice. Had some beers and chewed the fat. What other yeah. terms are there for chewing the fat? Uh, Shot the shit. <laughs> spoke, spoke the words. Spoke the words. Talk the, talk the stuff. Talked the um, stuff. Yeah, it no, it was wicked. a really good night. It was it was heaving in there. It was a, a proper little uh, carnival carnival atmosphere. Saw a dude I'd not seen for ages, an old skater um, from from Birmingham. We we tried to remember his name. We can't even remember it, can we? But there was yeah, but there he was used to um, live with Ian Sansom once. Uh, but there was a a really weird energy in there of like of just it was sad, but there was a lot of joy. I remember when you said you went to the toilet and you passed a guy and you like. 
He basically gave you a hug and you didn't know who he was. Yeah, we like hugged. It was like, it was like everyone in there was just, there was a lot of love flying around. Yeah. I think everyone was a bit sad, a bit like, oh, it's a big night to, uh, to send off the marquee. So, GGMMs. Incidentally, incidentally spoke to the owner at the end. Um, they're staying. They're just going to... Um, they're just going to renovate, so is it like a big song and dance for nothing, really? No, I don't know. If no, they are I'm staying, joking. I'm joking. But um, I think it is. It will be a. I think it will be a pub. It is going to be taken over by someone else, but it will still be a pub. But it'll just never be the marquee because they'll like they'll make they'll put locks on the toilets and stuff, and they'll put hand sanitizer <laughs> in, and they'll you know they'll, yeah, they'll fix have toilet things. seats. They'll have toilet but, seats. And... Yeah. You won't be able and to piss on the floor by the pool table anymore. Probably, and... you know, clean the pipes sometimes, and they'll do things that like <laughs> <laughs> it just won't be the marquee. Yeah, but yeah, so that was quite. That was a good Saturday, wasn't it? Was that was fun. a good Saturday. Um, I had a I had a chicken kebab, which was nice, and chips, mate. Don't chicken kebab chips, and like. chips. In fact, it wasn't even a chicken kebab, was it? It was just chicken and chips in a tray. Yeah. That's definitely my favourite, though, from Ali Barber's around the corner from yours. Dead good. Yeah, it's good. And then um, we went on to Sunday. But before we get to Sunday, um, I'm going to play this. Because we like to hear what you've been doing. We like to find out exactly what you've been up to. You let us know with your little stories. Um, but I want to harp back before we go anywhere. I want to I I wanna harp back to last week. Because last week, you announced on the podcast, uh, well, the week before, you said you're having a baby, which is dead good. Um, and, then, and then last week, you announced uh, your, your second big announcement, that you're getting a brand new sofa. Oh, yeah. So, now, believe it or not, I had not one, not two, but three different people contact me to say, what is Gendel doing buying a new sofa? Genuinely. I know, because of the because of Genuinely. And, the, and we've had this little voice note in for you, Gendel, from a, a from a, an avid listener. Go on. Cooey, Gendel. Uh, just catching up on episode 52 of the podcast. Oh, it's Lauren here, by the way. Um, congratulations to you and Camilla on your babby news. That is ace. Um... I'm just concerned about you buying a new sofa. Um, I did the same with baby number one. Bought a brand new sofa, splashed out. John Lewis went for a sort of duck egg blue. Got, it was gorgeous. Um, got it fitted, got all the cushions on, looked really nice. Sat baby Jack on there. Um Literally within minutes, he exploded and did the biggest shit <laughs> all over the sofa. Um, two years later, Emmy, she did the same. She shat all over our sofa as well. So I'm just, I'm just wondering whether it's too late to maybe get a refund and just keep the sofa you've got and maybe hold on for like, I don't know, 10 years because after the shit phase, it then goes into the cheesy what's it phase, <laughs> and then you just get little orange fingerprints all over it. So um, I just thought I'd give you a heads up. Well, it's too, it is too late, Lauren. Thank you for the <laughs> concern. But it is too late. But you know what? We had exactly the same thought. But so when we when we were kind of like we we had the same thing when we were decided to get one. We we're like, yeah, are we just mad getting one when when there's a baby coming? But we've got the the insurance on the sofa that they can get stains out obviously right. there's going to be certain stains that are but but you get you get that with like a, a kind of cover like an insurance cover policy that you that they can come and get stains out for you if if there's a bad one and they even replace it if it's an un unsolvable stain an unsolvable stain. stain unsolvable you know what i mean <laughs> un uh, unremovable stain so we've got the full cover which is good. And we're also going to put loads of throws on it and stuff, I think. And we're just going to have to You could cover it in up. cling film, couldn't you? I mean, potentially, you could. We're definitely going to... We, but we definitely saw that coming. I was at John Owen Hirsch's uh, Halloween party and the Belsons, um, our good friend, Cyan, Claire, their baby Eva had a bit of a, bit of a sick down Claire's back while she was sat on there on one of their sofas and, and Hersha looked at her and went, see, look at that. 
I bet that's made yeah. you think about your new sofa. So yeah, we've had, we have been thinking about it. Um, it's too late but, now though. But it's coming. It's yeah. coming, and we need the sofa. And um, but yeah, we will be we'll be prepared. But I'll let you know. I'm sure you'll hear about it on here the first time there's a <laughs> <laughs> there's a mishap. And it's worth noting that you've bought a brown sofa, so um, it'll be <laughs> no far from it. <laughs> Should have done. Um, but in other sofa news, remember last week when I was talking about selling our old sofa on Marketplace? Yeah. Yeah. Sold it. You've sold it. Sold it. It's getting it's getting collected on uh, on Friday. So. This Friday it'll go, and then we've basically got about 10 days of being sofa-free until the next sofa comes. That's good. That so, is good. Um, uh, we've had a message in from Dan Charles, um, which is uh, something about fish hooks. I saw that just before we came on. Yeah. I, I couldn't make head and a tail of it. He sent us a picture of a fishing hook with a knot. Yeah, it's, I don't really get that. I don't really understand it. But, um, but thanks. For the um, message. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, keep your messages coming in. Let us know what you've been doing. Any little voice notes you know what to do. Slide them into our DMs over on Instagram. Uh, we are at Tim and Gendel. Stayed at your ass, didn't I? Um, mm. Stayed at your ass on Saturday night. Woke up on Sunday to possibly the worst ever um, statement from you that a man can wake up to. What was that? Wow. Interested. I want to know about you. Sunday morning. And afternoon. And evening too. How did you sleep on the sofa bed, actually? You've only, there's only been like one or two people who've ever stayed on it. It's quite hard, isn't it? It is hard. But was I think it, the five sleep pipes okay? helped. Yeah. Um, so I slept with what? my head. The normal way you would sleep. The way you would sleep in that room, you know, with your head yeah. against the wall. Yeah. But my feet were higher. Your feet are higher than your yeah, head. Yeah, it kind of does that, that bed. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? So you need to, like... But, okay, but you so, can't spin it around because then it, it's... In well, exactly. So, so back, uh, back for, to explain, he's got a sofa bed, which is, which is against the wall, because that's where you put a sofa against the wall. But when you pull it forwards, it like flattens down into a big double nice sofa bed. But you, you'd have to have your essentially you have to have your head where the feet would be because because it slopes. So yeah, mm. it is a bit weird that. But um, it was it was fine, thanks. It was Just turn nice. around next time. I will. But you know, more importantly, like I say, it was the statement that you um, woke me up with on Sunday morning was the most concerning when you went, "We've only got." decaf coffee oh yeah i know because that's all we have in this house now because uh mills is off the full full strength and i don't really so don't, drink don't coffee drink at home coffee, don't i you? drink it no not at home i never drink coffee at home i'll drink it when i go out because that's where you get your nice posh frothy coffees but so you at yeah. home i'm a t I just on a tea man i've oh, tea right. all day so yeah i want to buy you for christmas what a pack something of for, coffee something for the baby probably mm. um so that was that was pretty bad but then we but then we had nice eggs didn't we yeah mills with tried really, some eggs up with really and, um, yellowy yolks yeah good eggs man good eggs around here nice ones why is that i don't know free range chickens or something down dalston high street burford browns i don't know if they were burford browns those ones they're the white ones but yeah that was good um yeah, it was nice having a little chill out Sunday morning. And you headed home, didn't you? Yep, headed back. Uh, got back on the train. Oh, so annoying. Got to Euston. Didn't tell you this. Got to Euston. And the flipping train wasn't for an hour. Oh. When do you ever have to wait an hour for a train to Birmingham where, where from London? Where did you go? Euston. To hang Euston. out. Yeah, but where uh, did you hang out for an hour? Went to the toilet. What? Did a big 20-minute poo. Do you know what I did? Do you ever do this thing? So do you know what I did? On it was so mucky in the toilet, and I was so desperate, I had to clean it. But do you ever have that thing when you go in a public toilet and you end up cleaning it, giving it a big deep clean because you're so embarrassed that if you walk out and then somebody goes in after you, you think they're going to think that you made that mess. Mm, I've never done a 
big deep clean but I've, I've maybe gone beyond what i've done myself do you know what i ended up doing it was actually really bad the toilet but i was really needed a poo so i had to clean it but they did have a bog brush there which was good and they had loads of loo rolls so that was fine so i did just give it a good clean and then i ended up getting my i've got some hand sanitizer I ended up getting my hand sanitizer out and cleaning the toilet seat with hand sanitizer flipping heck but then i could have a really yeah, nice relaxing far. like big poo you know what i mean Mm. chilled out didn't i there's nothing relaxing about public toilets though to yeah you're weird like that um <laughs> what my love of my deep love of uh public toilets yeah yeah it's a strange one so you had to wait for an hour and you got the wait train for back. an hour got the train home came home no one was here uh chilled out then they arrived back they'd been out Oh, they've been, um, they all came, in fact. I, I, this happens quite a lot, actually, when I come back from work or if I've been away. Lucy will arrive, but then all of her family arrive. So her mum and dad and Kerry and sister and all of her kids. And, and before you know it, there's like 400 people in, in the house, which is, which is fine. We're sociable. Um, so I came, made a chilli, but they'd had, they'd gone. Because Lucy's family obviously know about her phobia of fireworks. So on Saturday night, Lucy was invited to her sister's house for silent fireworks. Have you heard about these? No. So they're fireworks oh, no. that are silent, apparently. So you can just en- the title. You can just enjoy the, the, the colours. Um, trade oh. descriptions, though, mate. They weren't quiet. Um, they banged so loudly that basically not just Lucy, all the kids ended up inside. But Jim... Um, Lucy's brother-in-law did the absolute textbook rookie mistake of whacking in the biggest rocket into whacking it into the soil too hard and too deep lit it and it went and it didn't go up it just like it just stayed in the ground at like two foot and then banged at two foot sent like fireworks everywhere bit singed Lucy's mom's face hit Ren in the face burnt her Burnt Lucy's mum's okay? scarf and everything. Yeah, they were they were all all right in the end. Did they scatter? Did they do the thing? Oh like... yeah, mate. Like scalded cats, they were gone. But uh, Sonny was all right. He was uh, he sat out there absolutely none the wiser. Really, he was like, yeah, I'm fine. Don't worry about it. Um, so they did that. So they all came back on Sunday, telling me stories of the exploding fireworks and. Um, did I ever right. tell you about the fireworks display I went to down? In Tamworth, down at Glasgow Road, at the at the anchor, no. When when I was young, and they had the three rockets stood. There were three rockets in the in the floor as the big yeah. finale, and they lit the first one, and it was on yeah you know, on like a wooden thing. Lit the first one, whew, up, yeah, like bang, brilliant. Went back, lit the second one, whew, bang, perfect. Lit the third one. As the guy was backing off, it was stood up perfectly, <laughs> and it just went. And like bent over and just basically went 90 degrees and aimed and, and I, at the crowd. And aimed at the crowd. And I literally looked at where it was aiming and I saw the crowd just split like a parting of the Red Sea, like apart. And it just went like, and it went like waist height, fly, like this rocket through the air, like through the gap. Literally, the crowd like split and then it hit a wall, hit this wall at the side of a house and went off like the biggest bang ever. But the comedy timing of it, of the droop, like you couldn't have got the droop of the firework any better how he lit yeah. it. It was like, there we go, stand back. As he walked back. <laughs> and it was just, it was unbelievable. I can picture it now. It was like, oh, oh, oh <laughs> yeah. Diving yeah. out of the way. Yeah. Uh, rockets. Careful with your rockets. Dead good. So, uh, yeah, Sunday. Oh, this was last night, wasn't it? Um, why is it so hard to remember what you did last night? Cooked a chili. No, yeah. that time of the year, isn't it? Start cooking things like chilies now, can't you? Mm. Stews and I did my spag bowl last night. Did you? Mm. Um, it was good. And then kids took ages to go to bed. Kept getting up, coming down. One had come down. The other one come down. Dad, I need a drink. Dad, I need a drink. Um, and then we watched the morning show. Next, the next morning show. You not finished that yet? You must be close to finishing that. Yeah, probably. That was probably episode 
seven or eight last night. Big app mm. last night. You not watched series two yet? Have you? No, I need to. We're only about a few episodes through it. Yeah, need to get back episode. on it. Yeah, that was nice. that. <clears throat> Very nice. Very nice. Sweet. Well, we went after we after you left. You went to a flea market. Went to the flea market. Jumped in the Aguila. Ran down to Bethnal Green. Um, Any good? This, it was wicked. It was really good. It was in this big kind of. Was it? Wasn't it the one at your call? Was it? Yes. In the boxing place. Yeah, at your, your call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In there. I've been yeah, to that really a couple good. of times when we used to live in Bethnal Green. We went. Yeah, it's there good. A couple of times. Had some really nice bits of furniture, and we were looking for one. We were looking for like a a chair, and but we didn't find a chair we wanted. And then wanted another uh, another chair in that house. Well, no, a different a different chair. How <laughs> many? Just, we're just turn around, just for, for the benefit of the people not. No, we're there viewing. going. It's just, we're getting. Just, we're getting. Just turn around and count how many chairs are you can see from where you're sitting. Those ones are. Just oh, go on again, just no, for everybody. But, they, but this is for the this yeah, is for the just, baby room. It's for the baby room chair. Oh, so another we're, chair. See. Okay. Yeah, but these on, ones then. are all. How many go chairs can you can you see? Okay. I can see one, two, three, four. Not counting the table, the chairs around the table. Yes. No, see, one, I can see, one, two, three, four, the sofa, five, the poof, six, four around the table, ten, one by your bench, eleven. Yeah, but this chair's not for in here that we're getting. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You love a chair, you do. We do love a chair. But we are trimming down on the chair. But we can find have, a chair can anyway. Can I have some of them? Can I have that can little, little grey one? Maybe borrow, borrow one, yeah. Um, but we did find Go on. a side table little side coffee table for the that was what we were looking for for the side of the new sofa oh okay so we and it it's perfect fit it's a little you can't probably can't see it from there have you bought it yeah we got it yesterday oh it sick yeah see you can't how much see that it, set you back how much is that basically classic asking me how much i haggled i managed to get 30 quid off for haggling Shut up! Did you get thirty quid? Off? I did, and so much so that I was re- and he said yes straight away, and then I was like, "Oh, I should have gone more." Oh, I basically haggled a bit. So harder. it was like something and thirty then. I thought no. it was supposed to be an affordable flea market. I know, but it's all old vintage stuff, isn't it? Proper. It's proper though. Yeah. It's a good one, isn't it? Well, it's a good flea market that one. Buy once or buy twice, as they say. Well, that's probably definitely been bought twice. Mm. But it's really good. But it's perfect as a side table. And it's got a drawer, little drawer. Which I was like, yeah, more storage better. So we got that, popped it in the Aguila. Nice. Um, drove the Aguila, drove it back, put it in the house. We had to park, we have to park the Aguila about 10 minutes away because that's the only place where we could get a permit. So we took the Aguila back up and then strolled back in the sun, found the best new bagel place I've ever found in Stoke Newton. The, no way. We had like these salt beef bagels and Mills had a, what did she have? She had like a salmon cream cheese bagel or something. Best bagels, the homemade bagels, like the perfect find ever. And I was like, oh, and this, this day is just working out perfectly. We've got the table that fits perfectly where we wanted it. We've got, just found the dream bagel place. The sun's out. Um, it was all going quite well. And then we were strolling back in the sun and my hands were in my pockets and Mills had her arm around me and we're walking arm in arm and suddenly I felt like the need to sneeze. That's that, that sudden light, because the sun was in my face and I was suddenly needed to sneeze, but I couldn't get my hand out my pocket to cover my, cover my nose. Cover your COVID. So to cover my COVID because it came so fast. So I was like, it's okay. I'll just like hold it in. You know, when you try and hold a sneeze in so you don't. Yeah. That's how you you have a heart attack. You don't spit it out. I did that, and it felt like my whole body convulsed so hard because this sneeze was, like, was probably quite a big one, and I cricked my neck from holding it in. <laughs> I went, I went <clears throat> like that to hold this sneeze in, and I must have tensed my neck so bad that I got a crick up the back of my neck, and I was like, oh, man, it was like, it was perfect day until then. And that was just like, <laughs> just cricked it just from a sneeze because I couldn't whip my hands out my pockets fast enough. Oh my sneeze God. into my hand um so yeah did that walking home <laughs> <laughs> your bloody neck from sneezing yeah that is too good 
that's bad, isn't it? Um, you always do really random things like that. I um, listen to this. I once did a poo that smelt so badly that when Kendall <laughs> walked into the toilet after, he smelt it gagged and dislocated his shoulder. True story. It smelled <laughs> that bad. <laughs> Oh, I was so God. angry with you as well. You always like hurt yourself doing rubbish things, don't you? Doing really rubbish things, exactly, yeah. Then I had a stiff neck the rest of the night. Um, but yeah, as I said, came back, made to bag bowl, watched the Grand Prix last night. A bit boring, actually, Grand Prix yesterday. Yeah. Not much happened. Um, that was kind of it. Nice. Sunday, chilled good. out, had a nice, it was, a, it was good, really nice Sunday though, apart from the neck creak. Right. Well, let's find out what the recommendo is, shall we? Gendo. Recommendo. Yeah. He's watching all the TV, getting it done before the baby comes, so you don't have to. A poor man's Mark Commode. What should the listener be uh, be listening to be watching this week? Okay. Well, I I haven't watched anything new this week, so I thought I'd go back... I don't know if I rec- I may have recommended this like earlier in the in the show in one of the early episodes, but I've gone back because I'm watching series two of Ted Lasso. Have I ever said Ted Lasso before? I can't remember. I think I said I was watch I watched the first couple, but never got I never got too into it. I watched the uh, first well, two of series one. I really enjoyed series one, but I, ha- but I hadn't been watching series two because I was letting Camilla catch up so we could watch series two together. Now she has right. caught up, so we've been watching a bit of series two, probably three or four episodes in. But it's, it's such a great show. It's really, it's, it's very wholesome, I'd say. Very feel good, very warm. Watched a few episodes yesterday afternoon. Um, it's funny. It's kind of weird because it feels very, like some bits feel quite, quite sentimental and a bit cheesy at times but then they'll suddenly have a bit that's really funny with some quite bad language in it it comes a bit from nowhere so it's quite a strange it's quite an interesting tone to it i find it's like you kind of think it's an all-around family show but every now and then it'll it'll just throw a bit of a curveball gag in there that's actually quite full on but makes it quite funny but it is it is a a really good family show, I'd say. It's got something for everyone. Good characters. Um, well, hey, written, did it well not just written. win a load of Emmys as well? It won, it won Emmys, yeah. The guy, um, Brett Goldstein, who plays Roy Kent, he just won an Emmy and he writes on it. He writes on the show and it's it's just good. It's just a well-made show and, it's, and they've got, you know, and things just work. They've just yeah. got it right. It's a bit of that kind of... Uh, lightning in a bottle type scenario i think where it's just obviously hit hit a nerve with a lot of viewers but it's really good so if you haven't watched it it's on apple tv series one and two and i would fully recommend getting into that for a nice easy going show so there you go recommend over the week ted lasso gendo recommendo pretty good now apple tv isn't it hmm pretty good isn't it apple tv the start a lot of stuff it's, starting to crop up on there yeah it's 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 quality over quantity though that's the thing you feel yeah. like you're waiting a long time for, for anything new to come out yeah that's true but when it does it, it's generally quite good isn't it yeah uh the beastie boys documentary is on it as well that's apple good tv yeah that is good. yeah um all right let's check for reviews do, do, do. Please give us a nice review. If you do, 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 then next week we'll say thank you. Right. So we check live to see if we've had a review. We do not check before. So it is sometimes embarrassing when we don't have one. Tim, do we have a review? We've got one. Yes. Yay. Yes. Let's press the clapping button. And press stop. Uh, this is uh, from Jen Skint. It says, "Top lads, I must admit that I've always that I always listen to the podcast on 1.5 speed to save time. But love <laughs> fair, the fair weekly helium filled chat between the two best mates. People don't actually do that, do they? A lot of people do, apparently. Yeah, honestly, a lot of people listen to podcasts at, at high speed. No, they do. Someone else was telling me they do that." 
to save time because they still get that you i think when your brain trains yourself to kind of listen to it like that then you can that i remember a... listening to one and i didn't know once for a bit and i was like this feels a bit weird what's going on and then i realized remember we, was... we remember we uploaded one of our episodes once in um two times speed by accident <laughs> yeah so i think a lot of people do but, blimey you know, oh well people... thanks for that thank you for our little review hey if you're holding an apple uh, device in your hand just scroll down you can leave us a little five star review right now um did you make a jingle about the size of your baby compared to a movie prop no i haven't and i really need to do it I'll do it for next week because I know I've got some, I've thought of something, but I never got around to it. I've just remembered. But do you have the size of your baby compared to a movie prop? I do. So it's 23 weeks. The size is the same as the magnifying glass from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Oh, that is good, isn't it? It does need a jingle, that feature. Yeah. I'll do that. I'll have that for next week. Don't you worry. Mm, Don't yeah. you worry. I'll get that done. Right. All right. Nice one, bro. Yeah. Cheers, dude. I'll probably talk to you in about half an hour. Yes. Hey, Um. thanks for listening. Thanks for joining me and Gendel. And I uh, hope you've enjoyed your lunch or your coffee or your drive or your walk or whatever you've been doing. Don't forget, if you are in West London, if you're around this Wednesday and you want to come and have a bit of fun with me and Gendo, Honestly, it's the best game that you've probably never played. It's Famous First Words. It's an absolutely banging night. Ticket link in the show notes. Book as many as you want. Absolutely free. Um, And hopefully we'll see you there. Either uh, this Wednesday coming up or the following Wednesday. Mm, Um, Yeah, definitely the next two weeks. Would be good. Nice to see some of your faces. And uh, it is a fun night. And if you like rugby, maybe come on Saturday. There come you and watch go. the uh, England-Australia game. Hang out Absolutely. then. Absolutely, yeah. And if you come up to us and say um, that you like the podcast, we'll steal you a drink from Red Bull and give yeah, it to we'll you. Get, get you a Red Bull cocktail. Totally. Um, all all right. right, thanks for listening. Thank you, guys. Love you loads. Love you. Bye. Bye.